Can you edit uh, every time I speak? Can you edit it out and then edit it back in backwards? I'm and then like don't just say for anything, you don't say anything at all just but, like, for you I'll do it yeah yeah and then like every time you guys say something be like oh yeah you know that's really interesting and then Jason will talk and be like see I'm a bad and then Jerome will go uh, I don't think so. No, no, no. <laughs> and, then, and then David will be like, well, I don't know. What were you saying about that other card, Jason? Oh, does that should be the Lord? You know, I should do that. It's a whole. That's a good idea. Welcome, listeners, to episode two. Listeners, <laughs> listeners like we actually welcome have prisoners. Welcome uh, prisoners. My um, that my listeners means my teacher and uh, myself when I edit. That is incredible. <laughs> that is incredibly uh, unprofessional of you to do that. I do wonder you, if um, do you leave messages to yourself in the middle of the videos so you know where to edit properly? <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> edit that out. How would I? How would I leave? Wait, what video? Edit that out. Exactly. <laughs> Alright, edit all that out. No, it's... Th- no. <laughs> no. It's my job. It's my job to figure out what to edit. Uh, Barry, edit that out, please. Barry? Who's... Look, is Barry. Wait, who is Barry? You're fired, Barry. <laughs> Whoever you are, you're fired. You just made some little kid cry. Oh. Alright, Kevin, please uh, edit that back in. Kevin, don't you do it. I will kill you, Kevin. Kevin, Kevin, no, no, we, Kevin, we I want you to edit that part out, but uh, take away all of the uh, context that we have just David saying, I will kill you, Kevin. Uh, we'll use it in trial. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? No oh shit, I'm fucked. <laughs> uh, Kevin, and I want you to I want you to edit out a bunch of the words that David just said, and I want you to make him say that he just screwed an orangutan, <laughs> like a YouTube poop, like do like that. <laughs> do a YouTube poop. Kevin, please please edit in YouTube is where the poop is right now. Oh god. Okay, but welcome, welcome back. Welcome, uh, to welcome back to um, our our podcast about uh, pieces of um, of uh, I guess. getting off on a couple tangents. Um, uh, Kevin, <laughs> edit that out. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. We're gonna really start. Okay. Hi and welcome to how to spend money on car. Ed- Kevin, edit that out. Oh, we no. are, Hello. We are welcome to. <laughs> we are, our intro was good enough. I think. You're gonna have to edit out a good seven or eight minutes of this, <laughs> just at the beginning. The whole episode is gonna be talking about editing out stuff. You know what, David? What brought you in this week? I thought I thought you were like an extra. I thought we were gonna keep you the day. Uh, <laughs> extra. That's bullcrap. That's bullcrap. Extra, extra. We all about it. All right. Anyways, so back to uh, uh, what we were actually talking about. So recently, um, we our first in our first podcast, we talked about some of the spoils for uh, a monkey. A set coming out at the end of April here. Uh, the other day, all of the monkey was spoiled. Wow. Yeah. All of it. Wowzers. We have so many spoilers to yeah. go through and talk about. A bunch of them are really garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly just to talk about the garbage and why it's just so Just kidding. We're going to talk about all the great cards and talk about how much we love them. Um, I have a card that I specifically love. Uh, absolutely. Uh, just I just absolutely love it. And it. Uh, I've been telling David all about it. And I'm sure <clears> David is sick and tired of hearing about it. But we're probably going to talk about it during this. Can you please... Stop swinging the mic. <laughs> Don't bury it. I wonder if they could tell it, it's swinging. We'll yeah, because my voice is going to be like, hey guys, I want to let you know about So if it is actually like that, Jason's just running around the room. I, just, I need to get on my phone to look at the spoilers, though. No, right oh, there. come on, you weren't supposed to say that in the video. <laughs> Why do I keep saying video? They know. They know we don't have this shit memorized. I have it memorized. I don't. I actually do have a lot of these things memorized. I am going to try. A nice, a nice uh, uh, a perk of being, uh, you know, an autistic uh, young man with Asperger's syndrome uh, is that I have a very strong memory. So a lot of these cards I can remember very well. Yep. What was All that right. red card that did you know that thing that did you know that thing? I know exactly what Drill's talking about. Drill was talking about the card that allows you to end the turn immediately. He got me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one I've really cared about within this last few weeks. <laughs> So the card that uh, the card in in, in uh, question here is actually called Glorious End. It's a three drop instant that has end the turn. And that's all it says. But uh, actually, well, it says end the turn, and then it has like everything after that. And then it says at the beginning of your next end step, you lose the game. But what I'm more excited about is it's in red. There's so much crap you can do in red. If this was in any other color, if this was in blue, we would have a few problems. Simply for the fact being, is there's already too much crap to deal with turns. <laughs> in blue. Yes. 
Blue has yeah. so much stuff to do with turns. <laughs> sure. I don't yes. care about all that. When I saw it, the only thing I thought about was like, oh, this makes white red have another, <coughs> have a sweet little uh, extra combat. Yeah, <laughs> no, just stop the turn because uh, a little something. What we've got here is a, a a card that has its second trigger there that the lose the game trigger stifled by Gideon's emblem. Yeah, <laughs> Gideon's stupid broken uh, emblem. Oh, I can't. That wait means to... that you can't lose the game. I can't wait for the mm. ASAP ban on that Gideon. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. Oh, it's going to happen. It's, it's broken gonna... in modern already. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, it's, it is. It's a good card. It's a, it's so easy to kill though. Gideon's tribal. With, you can take it out with Bolt. Tribal with Gideon. <laughs> All the three mana planeswalkers lately. Yes. Right. Yeah, I think they're they're trying to say they're something. really they're really going for that. They're they've already announced they're getting prepared <clears throat> to actually stop printing anywhere near this many planeswalkers. Yeah, really? Yeah. Here, sorry, what were you saying, Jason? Three, 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 three drop planeswalkers are all right now, but nothing will ever compare to the greatest planeswalker of all time: the two drop, Tybalt, the fiend blooded. What about you, uh, so what about the new that. Nissa? You can cast her for two. I don't like the That's new Nissa. That's true, and then she dies immediately. <laughs> I was like, I'll be honest, I don't like the new Nissa. I can't stand her. <laughs> I think she's really good. I think the new Nissa's fantastic. I don't really like her very much either. I actually to really be honest. I really like the new Nissa. Says I don't the know. commander player. <laughs> I do like that's that's true. I, do commander. I can't think of anything it'd be really useful in for any of the formats I play, but in commander I could see it being very valuable. It's a one yeah. of, it's a hundred card singleton, it's gonna be a while till you get it out. I don't know how much see, it, I don't know how much play it's gonna see in standard though. It just comes in with so little counters. Well, the zero ability is really nice, but you already have to have a decent amount of loyalty counters on it. I think what you yeah. guys are, are uh, also forgetting is that right now we have an incredible amount of cards that can increase the loyalty counters on your planeswalkers. <laughs> Besides the fact that we That's have true. like we literally have like uh, oaths that uh, that have her come in with an extra loyalty counter, but, as well as all uh, kinds of cards in green and blue specifically that increase counters that were released in Ether Revolt and uh, Kaladesh. I have a standard deck that relies entirely on uh, on getting Tomio the Moon Sage, uh, not the Moon Sage, Tomio uh, <coughs> Field Researchers ult off, and I can't tell you how easy it is to get that ult off when you have a card that can increase your uh, loyalty counters as you enter, as well as two cards maybe that increase it by one counter during the turn. But is it worth it with Nissa, with the new Nissa? I think it depends on what you'd be casting. Well, I mean, it's not as useful as Tomio's Omniscience. Um, well, but, she fits in with Tomio. But 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 I mean, to be entirely honest, two five five flying lands—that's ten damage, and uh, that's half your life. You know, that's that's half your life unless you. That, yeah. that is a negative six. So <clears throat> it's a negative six. It's it, I mean, but it comes in with X counters. So if you get this late game, it, it could just be that drop you want for that extra ten damage. I don't I don't feel like you would use that ult anyways. Uh, that minus six. I feel like you would just use your zero. Only There's if you need the ten. A high, at a high, at a really high, and um, yeah, like a, as a last resort yeah. to get some, some, some last ditch damage out, maybe. Because if she's already at, but if she's six, at six, I would be using it I to, to use cast zero. spells uh, without paying their cost. It's way, way better. Yeah, way a lot more useful. efficient. Yeah, but it actually fits in with Tomio's colors currently in standard. She's green, blue. She's Tomio's bad. green, blue, white. Yeah. So. You could potentially use them both in a deck. It wouldn't be anywhere near a problem. I mean, well, the, it's just that like Bant, like like Super Friends is a good is a is is a actual thing, right? You can actually play that. It's possible. Yeah. And there's some great things you can do with it in the Bant color scheme. In standard, I'm personally thinking about building a black white zombie deck. Um, never mind the fact <laughs> that we do have you know Nissa's Nissa's kind of a, a an interesting thing because she's also blue green, and I think unless I'm mistaken, one of the only other blue green cards. Spoiled was that bounty of the Luxa, right? The the card that has like the alternating draw a card or add three to your mana pool. Yeah, enchantment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of works well when you have an X Planeswalker and you have three extra mana. That's fair. You could <coughs> drop that, get some three extra mana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you could totally it's use good it. With it. It's okay with it. Yeah. It's okay with it, ain't it? That's what that's what uh, uh, David says. I'm actually looking right now, and I see the other green blue card that they spoiled. It's a mana dork that adds two to your pool. Uh, <laughs> the amount of ramp in well, green blue alone. It adds green, two colorless, but green, that's still three mana, two 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 colorless. If you're if you've cast it, you already have green and blue. Yeah. So easy. you you're just increasing your X cost. But that's always that's always been green. 
Uh, it's always been green, but I mean, these are specifically green-blue. These fit into the deck still. Now, what <laughs> so you get all of your green, as well as these nice two little dorkies. Now, I don't know Standard well enough to try and ask and know about this one, but how many green-blue decent creatures are there currently in Standard for it? Green-blue? Yeah. Or would you splash a third color specifically to get some extra value? Um, I typically, I, I do green-blue-white. Uh, it's, and, and, and green, blue, red. I don't think I have any actual green, blue decks mm. <laughs> that, are like, just, uh, that are just Simic. <clears throat> I was like, there's the Crocodile of the Crossing. Four drop, five, four, haste. When he enters the battlefield, you put a minus one, minus one counter on a target creature you control. But he's still a four drop, five, four, haste. I would throw that in a deck. Um, Shoot, yeah, what else is in Honestly, I'm more happy with the Aven Mind Sensor reprint. I need to play that. <laughs> Aven Mind Sensor. They reprint Aven Mind Sensor constantly. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> then Heart Piercer Manticore. Let's talk about fleeing on a creature. Jason, you're not going to build anything Which? around it? No. Nothing? I hate red. That's okay <laughs> if you hate red, but come on, it's fleeing on a creature. You have to run a total of eight flings in your deck. Uh, actually, there were a couple things in red that I really liked that were not, um... That were not that. That were not that. <laughs> is, um, is it the seven damage a target creature instant? Is it the, um... N well, uh... <laughs> is it Glorious End? Come on, tell me it's Glorious End. No, well, <laughs> Glorious End, I can, I can probably think of some weird, uh, weird little stuff to do with that, but I really do like, uh, the Harsh Mentor. I don't know if we talked about that last time. No, time. we didn't. Or did we? Hold on a second. Okay, I'm holding. Why does uh why why does the why does the deck list titled Jund on MTG Goldfish er, <laughs> MTG, Goldfish. MTG Goldfish in standard? Why is it only green and black? <laughs> if you if you click it, there's probably a red card in there. <laughs> uh, there's no red card. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, it's see. labeled Jund, but it, but it's a uh, Golgari colored. <laughs> that doesn't make any damn sense. You realize that fling is also being printed. Wait, no. Flint isn't yeah, in it is. Yes, it is. They really so, like, I need... They really like Flint. I need some of the new Ulamogs. Oh um, I want to throw Ulamogs at my opponents. I guess you could run some other big stuff while you're at it. I, I mean, I suppose. I don't know. <laughs> Soul Scar Mages. I need that. I want to be flinging things. I want that prowess trigger. <laughs> Soul Scar Mage I actually really liked his card just in general. It's a great it, one It is drop. really nice. Which one is that? It's the one drop with prowess Here, um, that that turns all damage dealt by non-combat sources to minus one, minus one counters. Lightning bolts, minus one, minus one. Yeah, we're talking yeah, one, that one, is one. a really great card. And actually, on water. the topic of minus one, minus one counters, there are some amazing things in modern that, that <coughs> benefit from this. Yes. Have you... I don't know how many of you... I, don't, I know both of you weren't playing when Shadowmore, Eventide, Lorwyn, and all of them came out. But I mean, yeah. things like... Uh, what is that? Like... There's like an like a dissolving ember. I don't remember what it is, but there's a card that has uh, um, that has uh, uh, remove a minus one minus one counter at your upkeep um, for like the bonus. Of, I don't remember what the heck else uh, what else it it does, but it's a fantastic card. I'm gonna go look it up Shadow real quick. More. Mm -hmm. But on a back to say for a subject of standard, yeah. there are white zombies. I'm this back. Is great. I'm back. I was. I, I'm yeah, back. You guys. Uh, the black white zombies. I enjoy. I love them. I'm <laughs> gonna. I'm gonna play black white zombies to death. Especially with this embalm. Especially with the fact that they made embalm useful with all of these uh, token buffing things. On top of the fact that we've already got a token buffer from Shadows of Innistrad. Shadows over Innistrad. We've got uh, uh, always watching or whatever it is. Uh, always watching. Creature tokens get vigilance and whatnot. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's that's a that's a pretty useful thing. Especially when you know you've got literally every creature in your deck can become a token afterwards. Yeah, that, um, that's a pretty fair uh, statement. I just really wanted to do black white zombies because they have Orzhov triggers. But what I was uh, <laughs> so I was I was uh, that that card I was thinking of is crumbling ashes. It's actually at the beginning of your upkeep, destroy a creature with a minus one minus one counter on it, just over and uh, over again. So that what that basically makes for our modern decks is anybody who's going to be playing these minus one minus one sort of uh, uh, shenanigan cards that are being released here. Uh, have like a have like a delayed just just removal. It's no longer just like weak like a wither or a weak. That's that's straight removal with a with a two drop enchantment in black. Uh, and uh, gonna have a deck base around it. Shadowmore, Eventide, all of those were based a lot around these um, minus one minus one counters. A lot of them had. 
<laughs> Why do we stop? I almost did this silently. We, we stopped some, to get Cirilla's drink. For some reason, everyone was pointing at a drink, and I didn't know what was happening, so I stopped talking. I'm thirsty. <laughs> um, but yeah, those uh, those sets have a lot of, of counter-based, uh, you know, um, interactions. And I think that if people take a look uh, between a Monquette and the Shadowmoor, Eventide, Lorwyn, and, uh, and whatnot... Uh, is there one more? Morn, Lorwyn, Eventide, Shadow. I don't know. No, um, you'll see some. You'll see some interesting and very useful. Yeah, and very, <laughs> uh, uh, very uh, usable little combinations. So, so far, have you guys found your favorite rare? Favorite Amon kit. Yes, I already have my favorite rare. I know what it is. What is it? <laughs> my my favorite rare is a uh, Cascading Cataracts. It's a land. God, cataract. Everybody, everybody said that. I was going to sit there. David, have you seen this black card? Affinity Hate for Modern. It's fantastic. But you can do the same thing with Surgical Extraction, though. Surgical Extraction, you don't name it. You take it from the graveyard. You just say that. You just choose an artifact name. Plus, Surgical Extraction is like 20 bucks. That That's that's fine. <laughs> and is it is, really? Yeah, no. it is. Wait, okay. what? Yes, it is. Wait, surgical holy crap. Surgical Extraction is 20 bucks. Looking this up. <laughs> um, if so, I have so many sitting around here to find. Um, I... A lot of stuff using it right now, huh? Mm-hmm. I heard a lot of stuff is using it in modern. Anyways, uh, back to what I was talking about. <laughs> Jarrell asked what my favorite rare was. Actually, he asked everybody, but I'm going to answer first. My favorite rare is Cascading Cataracts. It's a land. It's indestructible. Oh, it adds... What it... <laughs> Sorry. Stop it. It's an indestructible land um, that adds uh, colorless to your mana pool, and then also has the added effect that if you pay five and tap it, you can add five of any color or five of each uh, of any color combination to your mana pool. Um, the fact that we can get all five of our colors in a monocolored deck uh, excites me to no end. Uh, I was telling David all about uh, how in like a modern deck, we could now play a mono blue and be able to pull out Bringer of the Blue Dawn, blue Dawn on turn five rather than turn seven. Or uh, any of the bringers, actually, for that matter. As well as any of the five color cards that were released that are just so difficult to get out sometimes. You just need to have five mana instead of having to have, well, five mana plus one to... Plus the plus the cataracts. So this I guess you need six land. Cataracts would have been amazing back in Theros with Chromanticore. That Theros Chromanticore is still playable in modern. You can still put no, no, that no, no, no. beautiful. You can still put that beautiful enchantment creature onto something. And now it's so much easier if you have four uh, cascading cataracts in there. I just mean, yeah, you throw cataracts in there. There you go. I was telling David earlier when we were at Taco Bell uh, enjoying a pre uh, pre recording meal. I was telling David how fun it would be to grab Maelstrom Nexus and put it into some monocolored deck. Just put it whatever you want. Yeah, in anything I wanted. I could be playing white weenies, and then on turn five, all of a sudden, all of my cards have cascade. How fun would that be? That'd be great. Because that's just that's just how good this card is. It's any color combination of of five. Five mana in any color combination allows you to do almost anything. Uh, it's 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 fantastic. Yeah, I mean, you're just gonna surprise the fuck. Like out there are so anyone. many things. There are so many things you can do with this. Uh, besides the besides the things that I was talking about, like Maelstrom Archangel, mm -hmm. Maelstrom Nexus. Um, it's not uh, even a legendary land. General Tazri. You could use General Tazri's uh, terrible ability for this if you wanted to. Um, <coughs> it's terrible. But on top of that, there are like all of these, all of these, these uh, uh, little like you could, you could, you're splashing for another color wouldn't be so dangerous when you can get five of that color in a turn or like four of that. Like it doesn't matter. But like, would you say would this card being in your deck? Would you keep that splash to a higher creature? Like oh, I, I yeah, you could. I mean, you could splash a much much more. A difficult creature to cast that has a like a like a higher like like a higher mana cost like, like say like, like it needs like four if you, if you were gonna say play Grizzlebrand or something in like mono blue you could still do that because you only need one cascading cataracts and then the rest mm -hmm. of the land true it makes something like that possible exactly um, really easily and on top of this this is I mean the, my love for this card goes far beyond that this yeah. is an indestructible land that doesn't come intact. Uh, and with all of the beautiful uh, awakening that we saw back in Oath of the Gatewatch and Battle for Zendikar, an indestructible land. Oh, that's my jam. I'm gonna I'm gonna be using that to its to its fullest potential. No yonder, you're gonna be seeing some cascading cataracts soon. Uh, what were you? What was your uh, favorite rare, uh, Jarrell? What was it? What was it that you were interested in? My favorite rare, so far. Well, we have the full spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so far it means 
out of the whole set, I guess, was... <laughs> so, out of the whole set for standard is Shadow of the Grave. Return to your hand all cards in your graveyard that you cycled or discarded this turn to mana instant speed. With all of Black's just discard a card, this creature gets plus two, plus two, or some random garbage like that, <laughs> you just discard your own hand for that trigger. Now your creature's enormous. You have seven cards in your hand, you discard all of them, it's now a plus 14, plus 14, and you just use two mana and bring them all back. With all of Black's discard outlets, all of its madness cards still in play, it's a great card for two mana. Instant speed. It puts them all back in your hand? Yeah. As long as it was from this turn. <laughs> well, this is from the viewpoint of a Storm player. Shut the hell up. <laughs> so, hey, you're, your opinion's a little skewed. <laughs> hey, hey, it's not a skewed. It's just, you know, two mana. You just cycled away a few cards. You drew yeah. those cards. And now you can just put those cards back in your hand. Oh, yeah. I can, I can see... Uh... Like I can see can the function. Cycle. No, it's easy. It's a, it's definitely a good card for sure. Yeah, just most people probably wouldn't use it in the way I would. <laughs> <laughs> I really have no clue what my favorite rare would be. I don't. I don't see anything that I really love so far. Uh there's. I, I, well, then I'll choose one for you because uh, <laughs> there was a lot that I really liked. Um, so actually, David, you mentioned before the other day you were like you were saying to me, "Oh yeah, did you see that that uh, three colored card?" And I was like, what in the crap are you talking about? There was no three-color card announcement. <laughs> Turns out there is a card with three colors in its color identity. Yeah. Samet, Voice of Descent, is a um, mythic, is a mythic uh, red-green, <clears throat> uh, which is Gruul, um, with, an, with a white activated ability yeah. that has untapped another target creature. This is the only three-colored color identity card yeah. we have in the set. Now, this is an interesting and powerful card on its own. It's a flash, double-strike, vigilance, haste. Um, that gives your other creatures haste. That's a good card, especially since, you mean, I mean, you'll be flashing that in. You'll be hitting for six uh, without tapping. Fantastic. And then it's got the ability to untap other creatures. It's a good card on its own. But what I really enjoy is the fact that it is pushing these uh, these three colors uh, idea again. The last time we saw Nicol Bolas was during the Shards of Alara sets, or the Shards of Alara block. I don't True. know. Uh, I think it was Conflux that, that Nicol Bolas Planeswalker was released. And... Um, that that entire set was based around the three color combinations in 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 shards, you know, like the yeah, the, the, the Grixis and Bant and Naya and and whatnot. And then we saw kind of a disappoint. I don't know if it was disappointing. It was disappointing to me. But cons and dragons, uh, we saw we saw our um, three colors come back in the in the clan form. Which ones are those? Soltai. Are they just? I mean, what do you call those? Are those just? I would shards. just call them clans. They're no, because I call them shards. Because they're not shards. I call them clans. You know, Sultai, Mardu. Um, yeah, all those. But so, uh, oh, I'm missing one more. <laughs> Is oh, it bothering Jeskai. you? Jeskai. Okay. America. Uh, you're red, white, and blue. Jeskai. America. For some reason, that was bugging me like nobody's business. Um, and I would really like to see some good three-color cards come out, please. Well, there's also, since the red-green one, it gives everything haste. There's another one that gives everything trample. Oh, yeah, in the, the same three, color scheme. Yeah. Same color scheme. Mm -hmm. It's a 3-3. Three, three. Gruul or Naya? Gruul. Uh, it's in Gruul. It's a red-green Kenra oh, Charioteer. Okay. It's an uncommon uh, three-drop that gives other creatures you control trample. But, okay, well, going back to the Samet really quick. Yes, go ahead. I mean, that thing is amazing for Exert, right? Um, I mean, first of all, yeah. it has Vigilance, so, I mean, you could attack with it anyway and still... Be able to untap your exerted creature. Yeah, the fact that you can uh, you can untap your exerted creatures rather than having to it basically makes your exert cost white. <laughs> yeah, w one white and tap that dude down, and uh, yeah, <laughs> your your other creature is good. That's not bad at all. That is that is a really good um, a good point, especially with all of the um, actually kind of incredibly <clears throat> good exert that we see. So it'd be red, green, white. <laughs> would be the full deck if you were to do it. Or you could play yeah. red green and then use cascading cataracts, or painted bluffs, the desert that allows you to add any mana to your mana pool. Well, let's um, see what dual lands have they shown us. Yeah, colors the dual we do have a good. We do have the green white dual land. Yeah. You have the red green. You have the green white. So you could splash the white that way. Yeah. It's only that there's only that one card with that color identity though. With what I was saying is that pa painted bluffs, the desert card. Yeah. That adds colorless to your mana pool and then has the same ability as um, Cascading Cataracts, but for one mana, you can do the same thing. I mean, you could just, you could, you could. 
Yeah. If you want to splash, mana. there's a lot of ability. Oh, there's like a good. There's an easy way to splash in the set its own. Without having on to its own. splash very hard. Without even having to look out outside. Um, actually, all these deserts, I like them. I love all of these deserts. My favorite desert by far is the Sunscorch Desert, the one that just deals damage. Um, because I mean, it's just it, I just I it reminds me of the original desert. <laughs> now, how disappointed were you about the trials and cartouches? I wasn't disappointed at all. I was incredibly Nothing. excited. In cartouche, <laughs> not car- even after the cartouche was spoiled and you realized that car- cartouche of solidarity and car- so- I'm sorry, solidaria? cartouche of solidarity and cartouche of zeal are both fantastic, fantastic one drops. Good gracious, they are good one drops. All um, right, you're not wrong about that. <laughs> on top of the fact that like. Uh, the, I mean, the trials themselves are—they could be better, but the cartouches alone are good cards. Uh, cartouche of knowledge—it's a two-drop to give something one-one flying, and you draw a card. I mean, our last—we had a really fantastic uh, card with Griff Spoon that just gave you flying for one. This is giving you flying one-one and a draw a card for two, so it's still a dang good card. I don't like the trial of knowledge. Uh, yeah, I mean, all of the, all of the, the, the trials themselves are not fantastic. They're a little too... Trial of Zeal at least is a bolt, but it's three for three. I, more like the Trial of Strength. Three for four, two. That's nice. I mean, the thing is that they, it doesn't really matter what they do for three for four, two or whatnot. The point is that you'll be getting them back and forth over and over and over again. You will almost always have it at your disposal as long as you can get cartouches out. That's the point. But That's true. I'd probably go green, red, Trial of Strength, the Cartouche of Zeal and such. What's the red cartouche again? What's it called? The red cartouche? Yeah. Trial of Zeal. Cartouche of Zeal. There's Trial that, of Zeal. That's the bolt, right? Yeah. yeah, Trial of Zeal is the bolt. Trial of Zeal is the bolt. Yeah, that one just kills your 4-2 your every yeah. time. <laughs> but then Trial of Ambition's two mana target opponent sacks a creature. That's kind of nice. Two mana for a sack. Yeah. So, mm. so uh, I don't As know why I don't know why Jarrell went out and said uh, how disappointed I was when he immediately... I thought you were. Uh, no, I was not disappointed at all. He immediately just decided that he liked them. Right no, now. no, no. <laughs> I don't like Trial of Knowledge, and I don't like Trial of Solidarity. But I'm okay with Trial of Strength and Ambition. I, I like Trial of Solidarity. I love Trial of Solidarity. Holy crap. Trial of Solidarity and Cartouche of Solidarity. First of all, Trial of Solidarity, let me tell you something. When you got Vigilance, and you're attacking and trying to exert... Oh, yeah, exert doesn't work, does it? Yeah, ex- well, exert does work. Exert. You can still exert something. It just doesn't need to stay tapped. Because Exert just says that it's, it doesn't untap during its next untap phase. Doesn't matter if it's not tapped in the first place, because it has Vigilance. Uh, and most of the Exert okay. triggers require you to attack. Um, that's, I mean, that's awesome. That's, that's a good card. I, that's why I, I like it so much. White weenie enchantment. Now, then there is the soon-to-probably Instaban Gideon. I don't think it's going to get banned. I don't think it's... Uh, Tribal Gideons. That, I, that's the deck. I don't know, I don't Why like, wouldn't he get banned though? I don't like any of the Gideons. Then you just got uh, all these. <laughs> you, know, you just got all these creatures that are Gideons. That's like the only oh, oh, Gideons. Yeah. <laughs> That's all Gideon does. What David is saying is that all of the Gideons have the same uh, turn him into a creature uh, ability, which uh, would make uh, you know tribal Gideons. I mean, that's all right. You'd always have a creature at least, but. You can still only have one Gideon on the field at a time, mm-hmm. as you know the the Planeswalker rule applies. The Gideon. If he has the Gideon Planeswalker type, you can't have another Gideon on the field. And the, it's pretty easy to remove a single Gideon off the field, even if it's indestructible. When you have cards that require people to sacrifice Planeswalkers, when you have cards that return Planeswalkers or return permanents to their hands, there's, it's not as hard as people think to get a Gideon off the field. The, the idea that the emblem will keep you alive uh, forever is kind of flawed. Now, I don't want to keep it alive forever. I just want to keep it off so I combo off with that nauseam. <laughs> hmm. In it, modern, it fits perfectly in the modern. In standard, it's and it costs three. Yeah, no, exactly. Turn three, Gideon zero. You can't lose. Turn four, combo off. You're good. Yeah, but in standard, he's going to be strong, but he's not going to be game breaking because there's. I don't think he's going to be game breaking in modern either. I think it's too easy to get around. It's like he definitely is easy, and he's only going to fit specific decks. He's not going to fit, like, you can't just throw him in Bant. On top of the fact that a Gideon tribal deck would get so easily just uh, ruined by by cards like Surgical Extraction and things like that that remove a single card name from the deck. That's the problem I have with those decks that, re- that rely exclusively on a single card 
is how easy it is and but, how many cards exist that take all of your playset out. It just says Gideon Planeswalker. So it could be Gideon of the Trial. I know, but if you get Gideon, Gideon of the... If, if they know you're playing a Gideon Planeswalker deck, they're going to know Gideon of the Trials is in there. And yeah. they're going to get that out of there before he becomes a... An emblem. Well, that's that's the risk you take if you play a Gideon Planeswalker deck. Which is why I don't think it's going to be played. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, with all the surgical extractions apparently in modern right now. Apparently. <laughs> Slaughter Pact. Like, there are ways to get around it. I'm just curious to see how it's going to run. Yeah, so, I mean, someone will try something. I already have somebody playing around with an ad nauseum. I can't wait to see how he does in that one. <laughs> Ad nauseum keeps going up in price, speaking of the devil. Really? Yeah. No. It's now almost 18, 15, 18 bucks. Mm. It was I 8 bucks that. last month. <laughs> how do you guys feel about... Um, how do you guys feel about the as-foretold mythic enchantment that we have here? Love it. <laughs> uh, as-foretold is one of the most expensive cards already uh, for the set. It's not even out yet. And as foretold, uh, if you don't know, at the beginning of your upkeep, you put a time counter on as foretold. Once each turn, you can pay zero rather than pay the mana cost for a spell you cast with CMC X or less, where X is the number of time counters on as foretold. So it's a three drop and it allows you to play spells for free as long as that spell is equal or less than um, the number of time counters on the card. Uh, on top of the fact that blue got some great... Uh, counter increasing things for like any counters we've got our our, our skyship plunderer back from um ether revolt and and, uh, and uh, kaladesh uh i think that this card is going to be absolutely fantastic in standard as well as a great card to add it's, to many modern decks it's going to be good no matter the format it's going to be good in commander it's going to be good in legacy i think that it's just a, it's just a fantastic card in my own modern, opinion i plan on building a blue red deck around it where just turn one island exile two simian spirit guides turn one Turn one the card and now I'm golden. <laughs> well, it only but it only triggers for one spell a turn though. That's one spell a turn. But uh, I mean, I mean that is still pretty dang good. Uh, I hate Simeon Spirit Guards. I know you hate Simeon yeah, Spirit Guards. Simeon, it's a dumb card, I think. I, I like it. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I think if Black Lotus is going to be sixteen thousand dollars, Simeon Spirit Guide should be at least be thirteen thousand. What about Elder Spirit Guide? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, uh, so yes, as foretold, I'm looking forward to this card. It is a great card. I want to uh, see what happens. Wait, what happens if you use as foretold with... Ether Vial. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I think it's Ancestral Vision. It's the one, it's a suspend cost one. What happens with a card for a suspend? If a card is suspended, it's exiled. So it won't What if you, but can you cast it without, because as foretold is zero CMC. If it has no counters on it, would you be able to cast it without it? What are you talking about? As foretold, you gets a, gets a, it's a three drop. No, no, so turn three, you drop it. For any card with suspend, it's CMC is zero if it's in your hand. Can you cast it without You cannot suspend? cast a card unless... You can't cast a suspend card from your hand immediately unless it literally says zero up in the upper corner. If there's no CMC up there, it cannot be cast from your hand. Okay, that explains why Cascade works. Yeah, so the, uh, otherwise, I mean... I was curious. I've been curious about that in the last few days. If you can just like dump it off into something. Uh, speaking of Cascade, I'd like to uh, bring us back and remind everyone here that uh, Cascade, uh, Cascading Cataracts, uh, I mean, is obviously pushing us to play Maelstrom uh, Nexus and give everything Cascade. I cannot push how much I love this idea. Uh, and although I can't I, wait to see, although I play, I play almost exclusively homebrews, um, and uh, I almost, you know, my my decks aren't always top tier. But they're fun to play, and I can see this being fun to play no matter what. <laughs> uh, it's not the only fun thing to play, actually. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys how you felt about all of these artifacts with brick counters. We have some interesting ah. brick counter artifacts here. Do you know? Do you love your counters, Jason? I do. I do. <laughs> uh, when I started playing, when I started uh, yeah, playing Magic, so many counters. The, when I started playing Magic, the first thing I, the first deck, modern deck I made was a blue-green proliferate deck. Uh, because I was so into like how these counters were together to proliferate, you could get more charge counters. You could give people more uh, poison counters. You could take out creatures with you know minus one minus one. Uh, it was just awesome. And so every time I see counters, I think of ways that they can be uh, utilized. Um, so we've got some really cool uh, brick counter things. Uh, uh, first of which uh, being Pyramid of the Pantheon, a one drop that allows you to um, to basically change the color of a mana for two. Uh, 
uh, and then get a brick counter. And then if you have three brick counters, you can add three just by tapping it. It becomes a mana rock that taps for three of any mana. Pretty dang good for a one drop, I'd say. You can get all that on turn one. You're pretty golden. Uh, it's a pretty, it's a pretty, yeah, it is a useful card to say the least. Um, but I mean, it is a kind of irritating that you have to get that first brick counter. I wish it would come in with a brick counter and then maybe try to get to four or something. That'd be, that'd be better. But, uh, still. Uh, and then we have Oracle's Vault, which was my favorite by far. Uh, Oracle's Vault, a four drop rare. Exile the top card of your library until end of turn. You may play that card and then put a brick counter on Oracle's Vault. It's a four, uh, it's a four drop that ability that I just stated costs two. Um, but if you have three mana, or I'm sorry, three brick counters on it, uh, you're exiling the top card of your library and playing that card without paying its mana cost for free. There is no need to play, uh, need to pay two to exile the top card of that library on top of the fact that that card is freaking free. Yep. Going in the foretold deck. That is, it is such, it is such a useful, I mean, like, it's just good. How much good. can you cast for free? Let's find that world. Oh, man, this, uh, it's just, I, I love it. And then, of course... When we're, if we're going to be talking about artifacts, there is also the fantastic uh, fact that we have a, a legendary artifact, a legendary artifact uncommon for every color to reduce creature costs. I uh, am totally down with that. Uh, we're talking about Ketra's Monument, which costs, makes white creatures cost less, and you get a, a warrior every time you, you cast it. Kefnet, who costs your blue, makes your blue creatures cost less and lets you tap uh, and or basically exert an opponent's card. Um, Bantu's Monument lets you do the same thing. Uh, black spells cost less, but you can uh, you gain one life. Opponents lose a life. Green, of course. Ronas uh, makes your uh, creatures get plus two and plus two trample. And then Hazoret. These are legendary artifacts and uncommon to reduce the cost of creatures. I'm loving it. They will be very nice in Commander. I, I, I mean... I'm gonna see, yeah, for sure. At, no, they'll see commander. They'll see, they'll see play in commander no matter what. But in yeah. in standard as well, I think they will be very, very useful. Now, I can't tell you how much I love these low cost cards in white that create one one warriors with vigilance. Uh, what oh, were you gonna say, Oh God, <laughs> so many tokens, and then you just got the uh, white doubling season. Oh yes, we got a we got we got anointed procession or whatever it was that makes it so that you you create extra tokens. I'm loving it. The amount of like the, just these token they I at first I thought these uh, embalmed things were kind of terrible, but uh, after anointed procession came out, I was like, oh, they're actually pretty good. And then a little bit later, they introduced embalmers tools, an artifact that reduces the cost of activated abilities in your graveyard by one. <laughs> uh, they made them unbelievably good. The fact that we can embalm for one less, uh, on top of the fact that we can tap, uh, you know, I mean, like, just the the sheer amount of of of, of um, what do you call it? Uh, profit that we get out of a single embalm now is incredible. Right. <laughs> I'm talking like if we're, if we're gonna embalm that green hydra for what what is it for? It's it's embalm cost is so. four for like a five five. Now that's embalming for a three for two five fives. You're paying three mana for two five five creature tokens. Uh, I'm okay with that. Uh, that's that's that sounds awesome to me. Um, the card I was thinking of, by the way. There's also another it's a, card. It's a six six. So you'd be paying three for two six sixes with trample. So there is another one that we could potentially put in an exert deck. You put it in a token deck and it'd work fantastic. Throne of the God Pharaoh. At the beginning of your instep, each opponent loses life equal to the number of tapped creatures you control. Two mana, legendary artifact. If you're using a token deck, that's... God, I don't even know. If you're using the white doubling season, you can get a lot of tokens quick. You can do... I mean, you could do anything. There's the amount of tapped creatures... Uh, uh, especially with our exert, uh, you know, I mean, tap creatures are going to be freaking everywhere. On top, yeah. I mean, that's the entire reason that that Gideon Marshall Paragon, the the uh, Planeswalker deck Gideon, has that uh, minus two of destroy target tap creature. Now, otherwise, I mean, that'd be horrible. <laughs> I think there's one worry at this point in time. There's going to be all these tap creatures and everything, so these decks are going to be kind of slow. You're going to want to be exerting stuff or trying to cheat out your exert by giving it vigilance or something of the sort. But is there any chance for just a mono red deck wins? Um, I think I, I think you're wrong in thinking that it's going to be slow. I mean, mono there red are deck wins. I thought you don't like aggro, Drew. I hate aggro, and that's why I'm worried. 
All these <laughs> decks are going to kind of go for tap creatures, exert, or these cool little combo pieces. I mean, yeah, a lot of these combo pieces are actually pretty cheap. What were you going to say, David? Watch, they're going to push all this stuff, and then someone's going to be like, Fuck I'm that. I'm gonna, red. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do something dumb. Use all the cards nobody else is trying to use right now. Yeah. And no. just beat the shit out of everyone. Because there's just so much good red. Yeah. But there's not a lot of burn for target player. But there's plenty of burn for creatures. Mm. So that's my real worry is someone just gonna make a red deck wins and just go full on juggernaut straight through? Maybe it won't be red deck wins this time. I hope not. Maybe someone will pull something else out their ass. I, I would much prefer that. <laughs> it always I, happens. I would much prefer, like, a standard game set of mid-rangey to control decks to then just, holy crap, look how fast my deck is. But those are fun. Yeah, you, you can go to hell. <laughs> Isn't that why you like modern drill? No, I like modern because I can play combo. <laughs> I like legacy because their combos are better than modern. You like Martin because you could say, look how much I can play my play with myself. Yeah. <laughs> while you watch. I'll make you watch while I play with myself. That's... <laughs> That's inappropriate. Well, That's why we love Modern. I play Storm, Scape Shift. <laughs> I want to play Ad Nauseam. I've played Living End. I've played... <laughs> See? All decks that have nothing to do with you. Look, Which so, is fine. I mean, I, that's I, cool. I, I just don't like people. It is a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to play my favorite game <laughs> with my friends that are on opposite ends of the room hating their opponent for playing these stupid control decks while I'm over there just storming out <laughs> while my opponent hates himself. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, if you're into that sort of thing. Um, well, I think we've talked about, about the Monquette spoilers. I'm pretty dead after all these spoilers. Um, There's too many. <laughs> I know, it's just a lot to talk about, all the spoilers. I'm excited. Because since we waited two weeks, since we waited two weeks instead of one to make this next podcast. Hey man, you can't just tell me day of. <laughs> I thought we were going to do it every Monday. But, I, thought we were, I thought we were going to discuss it after you got done editing editing the first one. So you know. Uh, Carlos, edit all this out, please. Uh, Carlos! <laughs> How many guys have we hired? <laughs> yeah, who's paying all these guys? I am. But how are you paying these guys? Oh, you'll see. He's paying them oh, with cards. <laughs> He's paying them with cardboard. I asked, I asked you guys earlier if you guys wanted to play Commander, but nobody likes to play Commander with Jason. I enjoyed playing Commander. They, we played you, Commander the other I played night. Commander with Jarrell recently, but he was playing using my deck. Yeah. Uh, because I don't know if he has a Commander deck. But, I have two. And that's, and that's and that's entertaining and all, but uh, I want to play with more people. I want to play with a. I want to. I want to have a multiplayer commander deck. One on one commander is a completely different format. There's a reason. There's a different ban list. Yeah, French commander, right? You're French. Um, you take Ryan, that back. Ryan Yappert's uh, favorite format. Uh, Carlos, bleep out that name. We don't need him. We <laughs> yeah, don't need you him. Props, and, motherfucker. You get first and last name? Come on, anybody can find him up <laughs> All right, uh, now let me just tell him his address and okay. social security number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Social yeah. uh, <laughs> security number? <laughs> no. Here's a credit card. Um, uh, if you guys check the link uh, on this podcast, you'll get a picture of him as well as uh, several pictures of his family and his hometown. Jesus um, Christ. <laughs> we have a lot of information. Enjoy, enjoy becoming Ryan Yappert. Becoming <laughs> Edit all that out, please. Become the Yuppert. Uh, uh, anyways, yeah. We should have Yuppert as a guest on here. There's a reason. Oh, do yeah, oh, he will make us look like fools. He will. Yeah, he'll <laughs> write all these rules. He'll be like, it's section A, whatever, whatever. And I'll be like, okay, I didn't know. That was it like is <laughs> nice to know the rules, though. And that's what's, yeah. what's great about having a friend like that. Although it is sort of a buzzkill when you're trying to make little yeah. funny decks. I mean, it's nice having a... <laughs> when you're trying to break all the rules. Yeah, well, breaking yeah. the rules, you know I mean? That's what are they there for? Breaking the rules, breaking the rules. He's breaking the rules Burch, at burch, night. Burch, 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 burch. <clears throat> so, uh, so, what about, um, I mean, what, what cards are on the rise right now, price-wise? Cards on the rise? There's, yeah. a lot. What would I, what There's would, an enormous amount, actually, what, that's what just sh- been rising. What should I invest in if I'm uh, looking looking to buy some new cards? It, what are you going to invest in? <laughs> yeah, what should, I in, what should I invest in? What format? Well, I think because of the amount of minus one, minus one stuff, I'd take a look at the cards in Shadowmoor. Um, I know that Crumbling Ashes from Eventide has already tripled in price, uh, so uh, other cards like that you should probably take a look at. Emrakul keeps going up as well. Know. No, mm. but I mean, I mean, what's um, rising right now? Devoted Druid, uh, a common from Shadowmoor, 
has uh, quintupled in price over the last few days. Is it five cents? Um, no. It's okay. <laughs> It went from about eighty cents to five dollars. That's um, good. Which is that's really which good. is a huge. It's a common. That's a huge increase. I love it. Um, five dollar common. <laughs> oh yeah, that's nice. <laughs> Sounds like Sierra five dollars twenty three cents now. What does it do? Um, it's got it's add green to your mana pool and then something else. Oh, it's add green to your mana pool and put a one one counter on him to untap it. A minus one, minus one counter to untap. Put a him. minus one, minus one counter on him? Yeah, so you could add oh, green, untap him, then add green, then untap, and then add green, and then untap, and then add yeah. green. If you had enough, uh, and some way to get rid of those minus one, minus one counters. Hmm. Oh, my scapeships have risen like in price. Like, maybe Decimator Beetle. <laughs> is there an infinite combo in there somewhere? I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is, uh, there is uh, an infinite sure. combo to be found, and that's why combo we need to take a look at these cards. Go back to the sets that used similar mechanics. Um, that's even tied Shadowmore and uh, and Lorwyn for these <coughs> minus one minus one counters, um, and probably gonna want to look at this madness madness cards as well for all the madness and cycling. Yeah, this, this is madness. So, uh, and I haven't looked at all these cards yet. Um, I, I know Shadowmore cards a little bit because I, I I got a box of Shadowmore because I really liked the Scarecrows, um, but uh, uh, it would be in if in your best interest to, to if you're gonna invest in cards to start looking at the cards that you think might be used heavily there so so far in modern the top increase in price of 13 percent is maelstrom pulse it is now 22 bucks well it used to be more it used to be more it used maelstrom to be pulse. less come on man. i thought it used to be more and then it dipped and no then... maelstrom pulse has never been used very often just in jund really right jund that's it now everyone's using more because there's a lot more multiple artifacts out, a lot more enchantments. People are playing more four ofs than twos and threes. Remember, there was um, Coco Bant. Remember we were trying to build it that one time? Coco Bant? Or was it? We were trying to build it. I can't exactly remember what it was. Was, got... it that, was it that standard deck? No, it was the modern deck. Oh. Go Infinite, had Murderous Redcaps, and... Um, Murderous Redcap from oh. Shadowmoor. Yeah. <laughs> then, but we were trying to build the deck, and Maelstrom Pulse wouldn't do anything against the deck because it had a lot of twos, threes, and one ofs. Yeah. But Chalice of the Void is now 65 bucks. <coughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Surgical Extractions a total of 9% raised. Karn is 66 bucks now. Land on a Sanctity is going up. 23 bucks. Cool, I have some of those. <laughs> Manamorphos is going up by 8%. Fantastic. Omniscience. Oh, huh. 3% up. <laughs> oh, 3% up. Ooh. 50 cents Ooh. rise. Woohoo! 3%. Whoa. Uh, I've already got Omniscience and... Uh... Goblin Guides are 18 bucks. Buy them now. We're I don't know. We're not, we're not kidding. It's easier to yeah. get... I think it's easier to get Omniscience off with Tamiya than it is to get Omniscience off with its own freaking gigantic mana cost. Ooh, Voice of Resurgences are only 12 bucks. I need some of those. Because they were reprinted. Yeah, that's why I need them. Yeah, the negations are 35. Oh, my life. Sold mine for 25. Speaking of other cards that I think are going to be going up soon, um, I think back in Shadows of Innistrad, we had Relentless Dead. That returned zombies from your graveyard to your hand, right? Or to the battlefield. Uh, I think with the amount of zombies we're uh, seeing now, it might be a good idea to take a look at that. Uh, I, think it's, I think that's what it says. Relentless Dead, it's like a two black. So I don't know if that's already Which started going up or I if it's. He does now. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's got like pay black to set him back, to put him back into your hand or pay X to put a zombie back. Um, but either way, things like that, these like zombie mechanics, uh, are gonna fit really well in with all these new cards that are gonna be entering our pool. Um. Yeah. Standard. <coughs> they don't have anything rising a lot. Crypt breakers rising, but not by very much. Crypt breaker is another zombie card. It's another mm -hmm. uh, tap them zombies. Oh, David, do you still have that two-mana zombie card from the pre-release? Relentless Dead? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what I was just yeah, talking about. Yeah, he was just talking about Relentless Dead. You still uh, have them. Uh, yeah, I have them all. I have a playset. Because uh, I gave them to you. Did you give me a bunch of Relentless Dead? Yes, I gave you like three. <laughs> hmm. But anyway. Looking into that again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It is whenever it dies, you may pay... One black if you do return it to its owner's hand, and it also has whenever it dies, you may pay X if you do return another target zombie okay. creature card with cover and mana cost X from your graveyard to the battlefield. Weird. 
legacy is not really moving around. Eh, that's not surprising. All I'm saying is that we have a ton of zombie cards entering our pool that are useful and good to play. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. For all of those <laughs> zombie players. As I know, zombies are already a, a well-loved and uh, tested tradition. <laughs> you know what? I need to start. I need to stop looking at for those zombie lovers out there. Price changes because these are dumb and ridiculous. For all you out there, like Tina Belter, who loves zombies. Oh yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you, Relentless Dead, <clears throat> the booty on that guy. Woo! <laughs> dang, so, Tina, where are you going with all yeah, that? I mean, where, are you, where are you? Dang, Relentless Dead, where are you going with all that? <laughs> Kevin, uh, please edit all that out. <laughs> Kevin, keep it. People need to know us. They need to understand what we are. Yeah. All right. Um, I did recently make a commander deck. Uh, we talked about commander a while ago because I love it, and uh, I like oh, to commandeer uh, uh, the conversation just like I like to commandeer when I'm playing commander. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? Um, I yeah. made a colorless commander deck, and it's really fantastically fun to play. And I would ask uh, that uh, the that Jarrell and David start making some commander decks. We've got some cool legendary creatures in this new I, set. We've got uh, some have, awesome things, but you guys never seem to want to play. I don't have time to find a hundred cards that fit together. Oh, <laughs> it's, not, it's not even a hundred unless you're using only one forest. Because <laughs> so, I know you'll play green. I enjoy commander. I just personally can't go through the effort of finding a hundred singleton because I like too many cards and I like play sets. <laughs> Those were like contradictory though. I like too many cards. And, and I like you play like playsets. <laughs> I like to be able to play four of sounds like specific being, cards. Sounds like you're being torn here. <laughs> why don't you just play commander? Torn between two worlds, I, the I worlds of commander and modern. I can't cut below to hundred. Why don't you make why don't you make a playset of a card by finding four cards that, that do, do exactly the same, the same thing? Because play sixteen rack but four rack there in commander. Aren't four path <laughs> of exiles. There aren't four different paths. But there's a second fling. So, hey. Yeah, because four rack and commander is way better than <laughs> 16 rack. rack and standard. Uh, honest, or in, in modern. modern. Yeah, it is. Commander is a lot more fun. <laughs> I hate playing modern because it's just the it's it's just not as fun. It, there's there's not as much variety. It's it just depends. It just depends on what you like. No, it doesn't. I, yeah, it does. I vote that modern become illegal everywhere. I vote Jason's dumb. I, I second that. <laughs> that, is in, that is incredibly, uh, like, that is just, not only is that cold-blooded, <laughs> cold that is rude, that is not true. I, I believe, can clearly um, speak. <laughs> I believe we should announce more commander bannings. Like Captain Cisse should definitely be a commander banning next. Yes, uh, 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 talking about cards and commander that need to be banned, <laughs> I, first of all, I have a, I have a Captain Cisse uh, deck. Captain Cisse is freaking fantastic. He's but, holy crap, that is a good card for commander. Um, uh, is a fantastic commander. There are some cards that 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 probably could use some banning. Um, we're talking cards like a uh, like in one on one commander. Whatever. What's that black uh, oh. commander that Ryan has? I don't know. My friend has a black commander that uh, that irritates me uh, to no end. Uh, but uh, uh, there there are there are certain cards that uh, that in commander just they don't they make it less than fun. I'm talking cards like Iona, Shield of Ameria. When you can immediately <laughs> shut down an entire player's deck, I mean, sure, there are colorless cards, but when you only have a one uh, colorless card in your in your deck uh, out of 100 cards, that's kind of a crap crapshoot, you know what I mean? Uh, so th- I, and I wish these kind of cards would be banned, but they're not. Gristlebrand's uh, banned. And so is, uh, and so is Emrakul. Uh, I'm sad about the Gristlebrand, honestly. I can build a command deck around Gristlebrand. Die! Uh, you can build a commander deck around Emrakul. <laughs> yeah, but Emrakul's banned for a few reasons. There's a reason these cards are banned. Yeah, what I'm saying is that there are some more cards that need to be banned. There are cards that that have been that have been slipping under the radar that are just a little uh, uh, bit uh, intense. They stopped caring about commander a while ago. No, they still. <laughs> I think they still very much care about commanders, considering the fact that they release a commander set every year. Commander players spend the most money. You only need one. They spend the mo- what? I know a lot of commander players. About? They spend the most money on their decks. I know. Uh, whatever. Well, I mean, I mean, my Ulamog deck probably costs in the several hundreds dollars range. Um, but that's not as bad as Legacy or. Uh, well, I mean, the fact that each of the the lands. Yeah. Because I have I have maybe twenty two waste in there, and then uh, eighteen non basic 
uh, lands that give me only colorless. At least you're not I mean, crazy that, enough to foil it out. <laughs> that land base doesn't even have fetches or anything, but still costs a pretty penny. Yeah. Um, but whatever. I mean, that doesn't matter. Uh, I think that Wizards definitely cares about Commander because they uh, continue to uh, to make these cards specifically for Commander. Like, say, uh, Sword of Selves or whatever it is. The Blade of Selves. Oh. Fantastic yeah, card for Commander. Then there's the Conspiracy sets. Conspiracy, Yeah, Conspiracy is uh, fantastic. Um, I really love, I actually really love the Conspiracy sets because nobody wants to buy them at the, I, I draft when you see them at Target. <laughs> nobody wants to buy a Conspiracy draft pack because they don't know what the crap that is. But when I buy a Conspiracy draft pack and I get like a freaking, uh, you know, I get a nice little Leoval Emissary of Trest and then I get some beautiful tokens and some nice, uh, some nice looking uh, foil uh, cards I will never use. I, I think it's, I, yeah, I like well, that. I would suggest keeping your Leovold as long as you can. I already sold most of my Leovolds for about uh, 60 bucks each, so I'm okay. It just keeps going up. Uh, so I'm all right right now. <laughs> You're good now. Just say, Leovold is currently being used in almost any legacy deck that she can fit into. Uh, Leovold is a man. And it looks pretty. Uh, <laughs> so um, uh, ignore that. Don't uh, ignore that. Uh, uh, Kevin, Kevin don't you dare. Kevin, please, Kevin. <laughs> please edit out the time where he said she Ign- and replace it with he. Ignore him, Kevin. You, wait, actually, I'm not the one that pays Kevin. Jason does. So he'd probably listen to Jason. <laughs> <laughs> True. Anyways, oh, I have boy. a couple more things to talk about really quickly. Um, just really quickly. Shoot. When we talk about... Um, there are some new things we're seeing with Wizards that I really enjoy. Um, back at the beginning of our spoiler season, we got these full art lands, full art lands spoiled for a monkhead. But then we also learned that not all of the lands are going to be full art. Being getting a full art land would be a rare thing. It would be something that happens roughly one out of four packs or something like that. I think that's yeah. what they said. One out of four. I love that. It's really good. I love that so much because that makes that makes the um, the full art lands more unique and special. Uh, it makes you feel, uh, you know, I mean, it, it increases. It just makes it more fun to open a blind pack. On top of the fact that we also have our invocation still. I absolutely love this masterpiece series. Uh, they are reprinting cards that are used. They are reprinting cards that are that are like useful. That are um, and they're beautiful, beautiful reprints. And now we have invocations. So we've had our masterpiece um, uh, inventions, and of course we had our Zendikar expeditions. Now we have some beautiful sorceries and instants entering the pool, as well as some great uh, you know creatures uh, coming back, like consecrated sphinx. These kind of little tiny bonuses that are so rare. Now I difficult to find. love these parts that like they did. They started with Zendikar. You got the reprint of the Fetchlands. I adore this. This, this is, is great. That mm-hmm. makes it makes. Not only does it make like buying a pack more interesting, it makes uh, it just makes the entire experience of of any blind pack. It also gives them the opportunity to reprint cards without needing a specific reason to. Like, of course, there's a theme to the reprints, but it allows them, they don't have to throw it in a standard set. That's just going yeah, to be like super we got, easy to find. Like, Consecrated Sphinx, I mean, is a is, is supposedly, like, it's like a freaking bizarre half-Phyrexian monster. Well, we're probably not going to see that unless we're dealing with Phyrexia again. Yeah. Unless it's printed as an invocation, which it was, and that is awesome. It, they've done that with the same thing, like I, the reprint of all the enemy fetches. They could have just throw those into a standard set. The price would just dump. So to keep the value, they had to print it like that. Uh, I just, I just, these little tiny, uh, uh, like, additions that maybe you'll never even experience, but... Um, <laughs> Most likely. Just <laughs> add... you buy as many uh, packs as you do. <laughs> uh, I just add a tiny little... Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about the artwork. I like how they look, but I want I don't, to see how it looks yeah. on the card. Well, I don't care about the artwork at all. The the, the um, I, At first, I thought the invocations looked blocky <laughs> and stupid, but then I was like, who cares? They're money. But then I was like, who cares? They're good cards. And I was like, who cares? Everyone's going to want them no matter what they look like because yeah. they've already been printed <laughs> and they're not going to get changed. That's uh, I personally yeah. want to see how they look on a printed card. Maybe it won't look so blocky or... Uh, well, uh, I don't know. It, it's rough. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter. The fact that they're going to be in there, like, even if I get one and if it's a card I, but it's even if it's a card I hate. The, I mean, the first uh, invention I got was Mind's Eye. Or Kaladesh, uh, yeah, the first Kaladesh Masterpiece invention I got was Mind's Eye. Mind's Eye is a terrible card, <laughs> but it looks good. And I was like, oh, whatever. And I could sell this. And I mean, like, it was, I was stoked to get, to get it. I was like, oh my gosh, I got a freaking 
invention. I'm so freaking this yeah, is a masterpiece. Money back I love. Oh, I made my money back on a third of a box. It's like thirty dollars for for yeah. the for that terrible terrible card. Uh, uh, sorry to all those great. people out there that like Mind's Eye. Um, but sorry to the people that like a lot of the inventions. I am I am so sorry. <laughs> um, actually, in the that Crucible, of the worlds looks fucking gorgeous though. A lot of the inventions <laughs> looked fantastic. I um, actually have been saving my money to get a to get each of the swords from the inventions, which is about a three hundred and fifty dollar value. You're gonna triple sleeve them, put them in a frame, hang them on your wall. They'll never see the light of day. No, that's not true at all. I'm gonna put them. I'm gonna put them in a commander deck and uh, use them as much as I possibly can. He'll only handle them with white gloves. White sterile gloves. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, they cannot touch air. <laughs> people used to complain that um, that uh, the expeditions were super fragile, that they would bend too quickly, that they I... get damaged so easily. Uh, yeah, that was weird. That's not that true. Problem. I didn't find that problem. <laughs> I don't know why they say that. I have, I have, um, I still have a, an expedition wasteland that I've used for a while, and uh, it looks fine. It looks perfectly fine. In fact, um, uh, I could sell it for mere mint still, and I've used it many, many times. Uh, it does not get the, the intense damage that people think they that they do, unless you're like not taking care of them properly. Unless you're bridge shuffling. If you're yeah, if you're bridge shuffling and you're playing out in the rain, maybe <laughs> out in the rain on, on <laughs> concrete. On concrete. Yeah, it just doesn't happen. Um, I have I have a paradox engine uh, masterpiece invention that I love using, um, but people are like, oh, you don't want to use that. Just use the regular ones because you know it'll get messed up and it'll look it'll look bad and won't be worth as much. Uh, I mean. If it's t- it's been like I've had the wasteland for months and it's only gone down in price, maybe like eleven dollars because of its <clears throat> because of its uh, of its of its condition. So I don't think it's as much of a problem as people think. It's it's, it's wasteland, too. It's a staple. I feel like what's the point of having the card, though, if you don't even want to use it? Exactly. If so. that's so stupid. Um, the point well, I mean, remember, that's how people were freaking out about Jace um, Telepath Unbound back in Standard. People were complaining that they would pull the card out and flip it over. Like, oh, people yeah. People were freaking out because they were worried that they would damage it. I'm like, what the fuck? Why? That's why you have a double sleeve. Exactly. Besides, and also, I mean, there are hundreds of hundreds of thousands of people who will buy packs, uh, open it up, and not realize that a card is worth 80 bucks. So, I mean, get, I mean, if somebody is badgering you about the condition your cards are in, just tell them to, I mean, they have no right to do that. It's just not. It's not cool to do that to somebody. First of all, because you look like a like a horrible person, it makes them start to freak out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just not worth it. I mean, it is always nice if somebody's a new player to tell them though that a card that they have is very valuable. I, I just go but to, to if they know how much. But the card to, is yeah, nice. to be to be the kind of guy that goes out and is like, I can't believe you're using that card when it's going to get damaged, or like to be that person who like when you pull a card out and is like, you better not even like like oh don't touch it with your fingers, you're going to get fingerprints uh. on it. These kind of people are are worse than, than they are worse than scum that, that, I can agree and I am a hateful person you are a hateful he person is. <laughs> he is you just hate everything I hate I hate I, 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 I'm the one that's Super a combo commander. player here <laughs> I think David wants to play some commander no, so let's wrap this up and, so let's wrap this up and play some commander I think uh, 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 uh. I think what he wants to play is standard splinter twin combo I got a new combo piece from Amonkhet in freaking white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that last time, too. It's still dumb. <laughs> there shouldn't be a Splinter Twin combo in Standard. I want to play Frontier. I want to play Well, my... then they'd never get anything else for Splinter Twin. <laughs> it's Splinter Twin's band. It's got to be, it's got to be released at some point. Actually, just... speaking of Splinter Twin, Splinter Twin's from Rise of the Eldrazi. I'm thinking of getting a box of Rise of the Eldrazi. Anybody interested? Oh. Oh, God. Well, I mean, I have no reason for it to have Splinter Twin. The Splinter no, no, Twin's not the only thing in there, there. There's a ton of things in Rise of the We've got Emrakul. We've got, uh, actually, all three of the Titans. Uh, we've got Linvala, Keeper of Silence. We've got freaking Lighthouse Chronologist. We've got uh, we've got Ancient Stirrings. Those oh. boxes are so expensive. Yeah, fuck that. That's ah, not a big deal. I'm buying it. Why do you care? I'm just saying. So I think that we'll have an enjoyable little draft sometime soon, and we'll hopefully be able to talk about I'll it I'll always again. draft. <clears throat> just, I'll be really sad if I open up an Emrakul, and... I can't pick it in draft. <laughs> I have an Emmy already, so I'm cool. That's all I have. An Emmy cool from Rise of the Eldrazi. Oh, I have the promo one. Oh, somebody traded me the promo one. I don't it was what. other David, wasn't it? Other David. <laughs> yeah, I think it was other David. I, I need to. Uh, Sophia, please edit that out. Don't don't. Okay, who's Sophia? Now we, we went from Kenny to Sophia and from Jose. <laughs> Sophia, 
Uh, edit out Kenny. I don't know where the crap he got that name. Um, and please, please don't tell Kevin that he got his name wrong. I always get people's name wrong. Come on. Don't you know, David? Hey. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so, we probably should apologize at least for taking two weeks, and this one sounds a little bit scatterbrained. There's been a lot in the last few two weeks this that was place. spoiled. Your face is all over. <coughs> Obviously, come on, look at me, I'm patchy. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There was a lot of spoilers. A lot of spoilers. A lot to talk about. Just in a general sense, there was a lot of stuff. So we didn't know exactly where to start. <laughs> All right, I think we're gonna wrap it up here. Thank you guys for joining us today. Um, I'd like to. Uh, uh, Who are you people? I'd like to give a shout out to my best friend, um, myself, and uh, I'd like to. Uh, I'll see you guys all next week. Thank you so much for uh, joining us, uh, and uh, I appreciate all of your support. I know that you guys hate us, um, and uh, you know it's great to see your comments that tell us to kill ourselves and stuff like that. That's awesome. Uh, come on, guys. What comments are you reading? Thank you so much, guys. I'll see you next time. <laughs>